We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. We have just received word that libertarian death squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. It also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. inside four walls. Sorry, I was just pulling a beard hair out of my coffee. Uh. And it, it's mine, I know, but I wasn't expecting to drink it. Now, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. <laughs> I am your host, James Madison, and if you think that's a clownish way to start, look at this shit. Now, I said yesterday, right, I said that first balloon from China, I'm willing to bet was real, but everything else we've shot down after that is going to be either made by America or or it's not going to be Chinese spy related. Not even a full 24 hours after I cracked that prediction. A weird fuck you I was right came out. And it's UFO <laughs> shut down by 
$400,000 U.S. missile may have been a $12 hobby balloon. <laughs> no, god damn it. No. No. Too much money. Ah, uh, one of the UFOs shot down last weekend by the U.S. Air Force was a four hundred with a four hundred thousand dollar missile. May have simply been a twelve dollar balloon belonging to an Illinois Illinois enthusiast club. A report said, and "We'll look at these fucking vile, fucking hobbyists, these fucking domestic terrorists." <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I remember everyone, oh my god, man, they sent another spy balloon. I'm like, it's not a spy balloon. It is, man. How can you, how can you say it's not? I'm like, because the first one was a spy balloon. We don't even really have pictures of any of these other things that they're shooting now. We just have, we have the government's fucking word. Oh, you don't believe the government? Absolutely not. God, you sound vaccinated. Not you guys, but some of the people around me. I'm just like, that first one, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about it. And I'm alarmed that they didn't shoot it down sooner. But anything after that, man, they're just using this fear mongering to, to try and stoke a, a like a full, you know, let's go to war kind of mentality. You know, the Ukraine thing is not selling it as hard as the U2 with the U.S. So we now we got to try to do aliens and Chinese spy balloons and shit. And I was like, yeah, you know, only the first one, but here we are. Poor fucking kids. I feel bad. I feel bad for this club. They're they're pretty young. We'll, we'll we'll get into it. They're like they're like a fucking high school and freshman college group of people. Amateur balloonists. Is that what they're called? Balloonists. I'm not looking it up on DeviantArt. An amateur balloonist group from Illinois said small balloon last reported over Alaska missing in action by Kristen Fisher from CNN. An Illinois-based club of amateur balloonist balloonist. What a weird word says one of its small balloons is, quote, missing in action after last reported its location over Alaska on Saturday. The same day, the U.S. military shot down an unidentified object in the same region. While the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, BBBB, or the NIBBB, has not blamed the U.S. government for taking out, well, Oh no, our $12. U.S. government. Oh no, my four, my $400,000. Fuck. Shedding me. Uh, taking uh, the government for taking out its 32-inch wide Pico balloons. Hold on. Here you go. Here's a, a Pico balloon. I was curious what it is. There you go. Oh, it's cute. Oh, it's adorable. You know what? This is like the type of spy balloon that Canada would have, isn't it? The U.S. gets this big fucking 2,000 pound one. Canada gets this little fucking, little fucking doop de doop That's hilarious. Oh, look at that. Somebody made me a thumbnail. How generous of them. Um, I usually make my own thumbnails, full disclosure. The group of hobbyists notes in a post that it belongs... Uh, on, on its blog, my apologies, that it latched, that its last transmission near a small island off the west coast of Alaska occurred after the balloon had been airborne for more than four months and carried uh, the globe, oh, and circled the globe seven times. Quote, Pico Balloon K9Y0 last reported on February 11th at 
048 Zulu near Hagmeister Island after one two, after 123 days and 18 hours of flight the NIBBB blog post dated February 14th states CNN attempts to reach the NIBBB have been unsuccessful Northern American Aerospace Defense Command NORAD deferred questions to the National Security Council for identification of the objects and had no additional information according to a spokeswoman for the U.S. Northern Command and NORAD. CNN has reached out to the NSC for comment. Yeah, by the way, remember, Trudeau came out and was like, thank you, brave Americans, for protecting our sovereign airspace. Uh, it'd be really funny. Like, imagine some uh, Thanksgiving Day parade balloon goes goes awry, floats away, and just you know, U.S. military in like Canada responds by shooting down a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Would you hold it past this fucking uh, simulation? I wouldn't. Earlier in the day, President Joe Biden delivered his first public remarks on the topic. And ignore the train situation, by the way. And acknowledge that, quote, the intelligence community currently, uh, community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions. Pico ballooning, Pico, Pico ballooning combines high altitude balloons with amateur or ham radios. Quote, we sent a small transmitter with a GPS tracking and antenna on a balloon filled with hydrogen, raise it to 47,000 feet, and traveling with the speed of a jet stream, the uh, NIBBBB website explains the NIBBB. NIBBB says its members ranging from kids to adults are responsible for launching more than 25 balloons since the group's inception in June 2021. Quote, six ended up in trees. We found uh, we found and fixed for that. Six balloons never said hello. We think we have a fix for that. And we had eight balloons that traveled the United States. We had nine balloons that left the United States, and we had three balloons that almost made it around the world. We have two balloons flying around the world, the group said uh, on its on its website. It remains to be seen where Pico Balloons K9YO will be found. They're not going to go looking for it. Rip. No comments? No comments. Now let's move over here to Timcast's website. I know, have all the yucks in the comments you want. Senator Ted Cruz blast by an over-report that $400,000 missile may have been used to shoot down $12 hobby weather balloon. That's fucking funny. Published February 17th, 2023, and it is currently February 17th. So, look at that. Senator Ted Cruz has taken a jab at President Joe Biden after over-allegations that a $400,000 missile was shot from a $200, a $200 million F- F-22 fighter jet may have been used to shoot down a $12 hobby weather balloon. The Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, the NIBBB, has claimed that their Pico balloon has been floating over the area of Alaska where the balloon was shot down but has since gone missing. That's funny. 
The heaviest club, balloons, were last reported at 38,910 feet on February 10th, off the west coast of Alaska, the same day that an unidentified object was shot down in the area. In response to the reports, Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk, a tiny little face like a bowling ball, quote, Biden let an annual, let an actual Chinese spy balloon cross 200,000 miles across America, across American airspace untouched. Now he fakes being the tough guy by shooting down a $12 science project from, from the, quote, I kid you not, Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, along with Clown World emojis. Yeah. And the tweet here from Ted Cruz says, To be fair, Biden is providing powerful deterrence for any high school science clubs that may try invading America. Goddamn right. There will be no Wolverines today. Senator Cruz quoted the tweet, and added, quote, to be fair, Biden's proving is providing a powerful de- uh, deterrence for any high school science, ki- uh, any high school science clubs that might try to invade America. I didn't know they still have science club in high school. While there is no proof that Biden had a Pico balloon shot down, there is evidence. The evidence is compelling. Quote, I tried contacting. Contra- ah, God, hold on. Ah, random rib cramp. Ow. Quote, I tried contacting our military and the FBI and just got the runaround to try to uh, to try to enlighten them on what a lot of these things probably are and they are going to they are going to look not too intelligent to be shooting them down Ron Meadows the founder of Science Balloon Solutions SBS a Silicon Valley company that makes purpose-built Pico balloons for hobbyists, educators, and scientists told Aviation Week. The report explained that the description... God, I just had a thought. You know, like, I'll be reading a small article, and a lot of the names on the article, you know, will just be random names tied to the story. And then I'll be, like, five months later down the road reading an article, and it will somehow connect to the one I was reading that had no connections to anything whatsoever and just watch homie and his fucking science balloon solutions and become a big deal in the future mark my fucking words just had the weirdest feeling i'm gonna be dealing with reading a lot more about this company in the coming weeks ha <sighs> let's move on the report explained that the description of the three unidentified projects that have been shot down since a chinese spy balloon was allowed to hover across the country look at they said that allowed all uh, across all, all across the country, all match the quote shapes, altitudes, and payloads of small Pico balloons, which can usually be purchased for twelve to one hundred and eighty dollars each. I should get like one of the middle range ones for like fifty bucks and launch it, and then just keep an eye on it, see if it gets shot down. I should be funny, be good for the news, be, be good for the show. Might do it. Worst case scenario, I get some cool content where I just have a balloon traveling. We just add that to part of the show where I show you where the balloon is today. Uh, the Pico Balloon community is nervous about the negative attention by some members of Congress and the White House who have called the object shot down at altitudes of 20,000 to 40,000 feet dangerous. The civil aviation, the report added. That is really funny. I just thought I'd start off today's uh, story a little lighthearted, a little humorous. So, yeah, 
Uh, and how long do we find out that, again, the rest of these balloons shot down after the first Chinese spy balloon are all bullshit. Completely bullshit and have nothing to do with this whatsoever. But that being said, let's go look at these dangerous masterminds real quick. Here they are. Yeah, folks, this is, uh... This is, uh, right here, folks. Look at the fucking faces of your dangerous Illinois mastermind balloon brigades look at them look at them they got their uh their fucking power rangers guy right here giving them the lowdown on on where this dangerous device of fucking this weapon of mass weather surveillance should be going wow all right guys that's enough for me today for this episode at least i have another episode coming up we're gonna be doing an episode about ohio and the derailed train hopefully get some more out because i have to only it's 1219 I leave at like three. Got my got a state convention I have to be at. Ooh, by five. So I'll catch y'all later. Deuce. What's going on? People are trying to know. Here's Congressmember Jamal Bowman. Nearly one million pounds of vinyl chloride were on this train. Now the EPA. Now the EPA has confirmed that it centered the that it's entered the Ohio River Basin, which is more which is home to 25 million people. This is one of the deadliest environmental emergencies in decades, and no one is talking about it. So that's Jamal Bowman, Democrat. On the other side of the aisle, Marjorie Taylor Greene says East Palestine, Ohio, is undergoing an ecological disaster because authorities blew up the train derailment cars carrying hazardous chemicals and press are being arrested for trying to tell the story. Oh, but UFOs, what is going on? Wait, what do you mean they blew up the train derailment cars? Yeah, I don't know what she's referring to there. I don't uh, I don't think... Uh, I don't think the authorities will, but we'll find out. It's I, I think details are, are still murky, but, but that's a good question. Um, here's a video about this. Massive train derailed Friday, 20 of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine! This is not fucking storm clouds! Look at it! This is horrible! Officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. Residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm host James Masson, and now let's continue with the more recent coverage of the East Palestine train derailment, followed by the absolute shitstorm caused by the government setting all these fucking chemicals on fire, and then turn around and be like, "Oops, who would have known? Who the fuck wouldn't?" And again, I, I, I said 
from the very first beginning of us covering this on the show that you're going to see acid rain and you know what we're fucking seeing acid rain and yet to a lot of people it's like yeah no shit dumbass of course there's gonna be acid rain a flume of chemicals went into the fucking sky do you have any idea how many people are genuinely like oh wow who would have thought huh I don't know. How about the fucking f- wild oil field fires from the 90s and the, in the late 80s? <clears throat> they had acid rain after that. And where are all the environmentalists, right? Where's Greta Thunberg? Where's all these assholes out there? Oh, I'm sorry. Would that hurt the narrative machine that pays your fucking bills, bitch? What is, is that the problem? I, I can't help but wonder, is that the fucking problem? Because a real natural disaster caused by the government by the way the fed lied and people died should be the word the words coming out of everybody's mouth right now right fauci lied and people died that trend if you on the left and right could say that why are we having such a struggle with this one there are residents in palestine ohio um virginia pennsylvania who are starting to see their livestock die their waterways pollute I'm going to throw in a bunch of videos in, in the beginning of this video just to give you guys an idea. Yesterday, we, we played a clip of a guy screaming, these aren't fucking storm clouds. That video was recorded at 12, like 12, 12 p.m. in the afternoon. And it looks like it's like 5.30 at night on a stormy night. And it's not. It's fucking polluted clouds drifting over a city. And it's in five to six states and it's you know they say it's not coming up towards me but i don't have any confidence that a shift in continental winds all that's going to come in right to me a lot more people need to be angry and a lot more people need to be covering this the government fucking poisoned people all right sure maybe when they set all set these train cars after they drained them on fire to burn all the refuse out of it after they drained it all into the dent, all into the trench, set on fire. By the way, if you could drain it into a, a fucking trench and light it on fire, why could you not put it into containers? Why could you not do anything else besides this? There is still no explanation as to why they set it on fire, as to why they thought that was a good idea and who gave them the advice to do it. We still don't know who came up with that conclusion. We don't have a name. All right, we don't know who set the fire, who gave the orders, and why. All we know, but you know what's funny? You know what is funny about all of it? All right, so in like full transparency here, I I, I uh, just want to, you know, so you guys you guys know I am fallible. It goes without saying, but you know, just to have a moment of transparency. I swear to God, I remember a clip from I want to say Davos 2019 or 2021, where they were talking about. One of the crucial ways to destabilize a country's system is by affecting the trucking system, uh, the means of trucking and the railways. And one of the key ways you could do that is making a disaster of the train tracks if somebody was to cause some sort of catastrophic accident with a train carrying a dangerous payload or whatever on board and having that go off the rails and having it cause severe damage 
it would decentivize people from using trains, which is a heavy coal burning, whatever the fuck. And I can't find that clip, so maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe it was a fever dream. Maybe it's one of the things that I thought I remember from 2020 that just slipped into the cracks. If anyone has that clip out there, because I swear to fucking God, I remember seeing it and I want to throw it in here. But I can't find it. I went through, I tried a few different things. Google, DuckDuckGo. So, you know, I give up. Oh, well, uh, again, so if anybody has that clip, uh, link it below. I'd appreciate it. If you guys don't, oh, well, my, my apologies for bringing it up in the first place. I can't find the fucking thing, but I swear to God, I remember it existing. Just don't want to go off the rails unless I can actually find and verify some of the shit I talk about, you know? Oh, well. But let's move on. Now, both of these sources talking about it are actually not US-based sources. So... We are going to go with the top one here. I have it translated to English. And the reason why we're using these, both of these, according to their profiles, are considered high factuality sources. But Joe Biden says, oh, Ohio doesn't qualify for any government assistance in response. No, I don't need to. And he's receiving pushback and all kinds. And, and there has been some development on that. We will end with that. But I want to use a foreign outlet to talk about this, right? Because let's see what the foreign press has to say about this train derailment and the fire and everything that's happened afterwards and then go to what joe biden has to say about it right because surely right if the u.s president says oh no big deal then there's no big deal right right because surely the the global press wouldn't recognize something that america's own president wouldn't u.s chernobyl chemical disaster in ohio and this article is from the uh, from the 17th, which is, again, today. Uh, usually my episodes are recorded the night before, but I'm reading this right at 1.53 p.m. on February 17th, 2023. And it was recently updated, too. The, <clears throat> the derailment of a train carrying toxic chemicals in the United States, uh, in the United States of Ohio, on February 3rd, caused an environmental disaster. While various diseases began to appear in the region, the accident was described as the Chernobyl of the USA. Now, I have been comparing this more to the BP oil spill, right? But with uh, you know, the way it's got out of hand so quickly, I, I, I genuinely, yeah, I've come around to this this thought process. I, I can see where the Chernobyl thing is coming from. Is there a name on this article? I do not see a name off the bat. Worried about the consequences of the chemical disaster, residents in East Palestine town talked, spoke to the BBC. Worry, uh, same thing, it's just different pictures of, look at that thing, it's insane. That's wild, that looks like those, uh, California wildfires. Town spoke, shopkeepers, John and Lisa Hamner claimed that the environmental disaster had, quote, destroyed their lives. Unable to hold back tears while expressing his emotions, John described the accident that led to the chemical disaster as Chernobyl of East Palestine town. We have some videos to watch, too. Look at this. So what these are, these are full of uh, sulfur and charcoal. And the idea is it will absorb and capture stuff, but this is just... If the charcoal gets covered in, in 
and oil. It, it can break through it, but it's going to take so long. These are basically useless, but I guess every little bit helps in this situation. Look at this. I Look at that. You can just see, like, here's the regular wet algae, all green, everything hanging off the plant. And look at this black sludgeant. Ugh. Pointing out that the main effects and wounds of the chemical disaster in the town are psychological, John. What the fuck? Our psychological, John said, used the phrase. Mm. Lisa, on the other hand, stated that she could not sleep because of her concerns about the town where they spent 20 years, 10 employees, and their businesses. Noting that some of her customers have stopped doing business with them, Lisa stated that some people are considering leaving the town of Eastern Palestine. They absolutely should. Lisa said, quote, I'm worried about living here. There are so many things that I don't know anymore. Who, uh, I don't know anymore. Who can sleep? The health of your job, uh, the health of your job, your health, your friends... Other residents told the BBC that the incident of February 3rd would be remembered as a major disaster, emphasizing that accidents, that the accident was an important breaking point in the town's history. Quote, this is Pearl Harbor for the town, or 9-11, said Ben Ratner, a local, a local cafe operator said. Ratner noted, that stress and trauma intensely causes different emotions in him. Good for him. I mean, that's, I don't mean to be dismissive, but you know. Stating that his friends in the town are constantly panicking on the alert, Ratner said, quote, we need to look at the long-term emotional and psychological effects. I'm, I'm, I'm held up by the term psychological. I'm more worried about the, the, the physical. I don't give a fuck about your emotional state. I care about your body. People worry when they hear the sounds of a train, their children go out. What? Hear the sound of the train, their children go out. Or if dogs accidentally drink contaminated water outside, this is very serious. This has been for generations. It can go on. It's something bigger than chemical gas or a big cloud, he said. What is that? I can't see. I cannot make out what's in that water. Federal and local officials advised locals to, quote, consume the boiled water. Huh. You want to fuck about the boiled water thing? There are people from Ohio, right? People in this area and all over posting videos of what they're dealing with. Like, look at some of this shit right here. This is person's water, right? It's, you know, if you live in East Palestine, don't drink the water. Check this out. Look at that.
Imagine you're in a plane flying over, and you, you, you haven't seen the news, right? You Airplane mode, you, you can't see anything, right? And you look out, and you just see that. What would you assume? What would you think was happening? I would think there was a big fire or something happened. But you take into account, like, what's going on with, like, the war in Ukraine and escalating tensions there. I'd think, damn, did someone actually do it? Did someone really just hit home with that bitch? There'd be a level of alarm there. Again, would you move? As I'm going to throw another rock right here. Would you stay here? Would you drink that water? Would you be affiliated with this? Would you bathe your kids when it's bubbling up and looking like an oil slick? All that water, all that oil and shit comes to arrest the bottom of the water. And there's a video I saw. It was all over my timeline. Now I can't find the goddamn thing. And what it was, it was a woman. And she was saying, I can't purify my water. And she has her water over a stove. And she's pouring, you know, she's got her water in a pot. And she's boiling it. The bubbles. Is this it? Is this it? And remember, kids, the next time that somebody tells you the government wouldn't do that, oh, yes, they would. Yeah, fun fact. I'm trying to find it. There was a video where this lady's just, she boiled her water, and the water turned out, like, black when she got done boiling it, and the bubbles all hardened up. I just, I can't find that fucking footage anymore. The chemicals that were in the stream... You'll get to the rest of this, I promise. This is why I'm happy I have my fucking Twitter back, because I can finally actually just go right to the voice of the people. Hmm. Found it. I'm going to retweet this because I'm going to need it later. Look at this shit right here. Williamburg, Ohio went to boil some water, and this is what I see. The bubbles are hardening. And just keep in mind, a lot of the, the chemicals on the train, they are used to make PVC piping. So, it stands to reason, I would assume, a lot of this shit is just turning into plastic in your water and in your body. I've covered this on the show before, from the mask wearing for the years and everything, we're starting to see microplastic in human, not men, not just men and women, but children's and infants' lungs. These microplastics are tearing holes in the lungs. We're also finding people's bloodstreams now. And now it's in this kind of water. Now I have no way to justify it other than to say I, bl- I would argue that this is plastic. No. Hey guys, uh, just a heads up. I know this is random. Uh, I was gone for a few hours, so I actually came back to finish recording the episode. Uh, plus, my boss randomly gave me a brand new desk chair. And while it is far more comfortable, it's a... A lot, it's a little bit creakier than you know Lindsay Lohan's stability between the years of 2003 and 2012, allegedly. But let's uh, go back to watching this video right here of the disturbance going on in Ohio. And I only want to show you two more videos after this, and then we have a couple more articles to read, and then we're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna be MIA for Saturday and Sunday, and most likely Monday as well, doing what pressing delegate stuff, and then I'll be going down to Ohio. And then on Sunday, if everything goes to plan, I'll be in Washington, D.C., filming and participating in the Jimmy Dore anti-war protest, uh, again, out in Washington, D.C. So, again, a a year of on-the-grounds coverage starts 
already in the year January of 2023. What is with kicking off January and really spicy topics? But we're going to watch this video real quick and make sure my settings are right. Uh, so... The person currently holding me hostage in this room has told me that it is in fact February and that I may fucking moronic buffoon for saying it was January and how dare I so my apologies it's February so uh, let's watch this video right here and uh, all jokes aside this is a, a very serious and grim topic uh I'm happy we could have a little bit of levity around here because we're going to need it going forward. So yeah, they're telling you, boil the water, right? Oh, if you're so worried about it, boil the water. What if the situation is so fucking dire that boiling the water doesn't help you? And remind you, the chemicals burn. The one that they were willing to admit to first before the other three is a chemical used to produce PVC piping. So when you expose it to hot water and stir it up, it starts bubbling you might get some hard plastics. Now, this woman here, unfortunately, is dealing with that situation all too well. Look at this horrifying shit. Mmm. Anybody want some crab macaroni? Look at that, it has like chips and flakes and everything on it. Bubbles, guys, bubbles. So the water filtration is not capable of treating this and keeping out the water. Now we know there's certain chemicals in birth control that when women go to the bathroom and everything, it goes into the public water system and our filtration systems are incapable of keeping out certain uh, xenoplastics and various chemicals that, like I said, are in birth control. And it has an issue where that affects, you know, male hormones and pH balances across the spectrum. So if we can't even filter that out, what do you think is in this fucking water right now to make it turn into hard, white, bubbly, flaky fucking substances on the surface of the water? See, it's not disappearing, it's just clumping up. Uh, why is a chemical from a train derailment traveling all through our drinking water? How far are they going to let this stuff go before they call a national emergency? Get ready. Fun fact, Joe Biden says go fuck yourself. It's not happening, but in the state next door, Democrat Dark Blue, state next door, they're getting the emergency response. They're getting the care, and they're getting the service. Ohio, DeWine, J.D. Vance, you most likely listen to this podcast. My, like, 30 to 34% Ohio audience, you are getting fucked right now. Six ways from Sunday by your governor and the governors of six states around you, including the federal government. Let this sink in. I almost feel really bad for the people who are like, oh, this is, I can't believe the government will let this happen. If you can't believe the government would do X, Y, or Z, sit down, 
I'll roll a fat one up. We'll pass it back and forth around our campfire, and I'll sing you a merry fucking melody to the tune of a goddamn banjo that is slightly out of key. And preferably, I'm sitting on a nice comfy rock in some overalls. But, if you think to yourself, the government wouldn't, the answer is yes, they fucking would. And they do not care about you or anyone else. There's a reason why you have a social security number. It's because you're not a person. You are an itemized working unit that pays fucking taxes and works for the system. That is what you are to expendable and they can breed you out. And don't forget, a lot of the people in power actively push a depopulation agenda, which says, oh, there's too many people on this planet for climate change purposes. You need to have less people. So if you think a government that has that philosophy cares that they crack a few fucking eggs to make an omelet, you, my friend, are misfucking lead. My apologies for the rant. I have a lot of people who are very close to me in Ohio. And knowing that this stuff could spread not just to them, but to people in other states that I don't know as well as myself is a very alarming prospect. And I don't, I've talked to people in person who think this is going to be cleaned up in just a couple days or so. And quite frankly, at this point, if the government was going to clean it up, it would be well on its way to being cleaned up right now. But there's zero fucking motion outside of a local government uh, angle and push to get the situation resolved. Meanwhile, the government is sitting flaccidly on its fucking hindquarters, watching people collapse in hallways, collapse in hospitals, children getting rashes, burns, people's fucking hair falling out, people having sudden and rapid tooth decay, children, mouths burning in pain. If you scroll through Twitter, just type in uh, Ohio Fire or, or Ohio Water Fire, Ohio Wildlife. Any number of combinations, but of Ohio chemical and fill in a thing you don't want injured. There's a video of thing you don't want injured, fucking injured. And the government is saying, drink the water, breathe the air, you're safe. But all your neighbors are showing you videos of them going out to the water, stirring it up with a stick, and oil rising to the fucking top. Meanwhile, your politicians, and you don't think they've seen these videos? You are fucking off your rocker, my friend. They are acutely aware of what the social media has to tell them, regardless of if they respond to that feedback properly or not. They know what's going on. And here's the thing. If they're working so hard to tell you that something's not bad, when you can see with your own fucking eyes it's bad, it is probably worse than your own lying eyes can really depict. Because they have the real data, and the real data would fucking invoke panic and chaos. And they're trying to mitigate that, and I respect that effort, but at the same time, find a way to deliver the truth to us without outright fucking lying. But enough with the rants, let's move on. That is just unfathomable. Look at these pictures. Now, I will say that there is... Now, of all these pictures, I wanted to give a little bit of pushback. This one can right here be explained. If you leave any substance, specifically water, to boil away in a pot for a long specific time, you are going to have this sort of, like, rough buildup. And it is alarming because it is a byproduct of things like fluoride in the water. That is, like, burned to the surface of the water that sticks to the bottom. That's why when you, after you burn, boil your water, you're supposed to filter it out and boil it twice. So you're supposed to double boil your water. You boil it once, filter it, strain it through, like, cheesecloth, and then you 
boil that water and you're good to go. But this can be sharp for that, but it's not. And I'm willing to say my opinion that this is absolutely chemical buildup. I'm just saying if you wanted to have the cynical outlook, there's your counter. I'd love to go back and read the comments. See what, like, down here? Nah. It's insane. Now we have one more video we're going to check out. Just because right now, there's a guy named Benny Johnson who's on the ground. First off, look at this video. Right here. Safe, right? Ugh. Wow. You're all, just listening to the audio version. You're, you're not getting what you it's need to get. Listen, to, watch the, the video. Head. I don't get paid for you watching the video version of it on the podcast platform, but watch the video version. It's far more important. Now look at it. I heard, yeah. Chemicals. But they burned all the chemicals off of there, right? That's what I heard, yeah. Under <laughs> the rain. Maybe off the top. And check this guy out right here. I can't just sit back and complain about this and not do anything. For me personally, it was just, I can't just sit back and complain about this and not do anything. And I'm an hour away, so what can I do? So I brought some water. Yep, it's a small gesture, but maybe it'll get some other people here helping out because our government's not standing up to help people out. The corporation that dropped the bomb on the city isn't standing up to help people out. So we got to help out our brothers and sisters. Well, I mean, for me personally, you know, just, I just want to. Uh, let's see. I, I wish there was a name attributed to this guy, but whoever he is, man, absolute legend. If you know this guy or you know anybody who might know this guy, just make sure this dude gets sold. Thank you. Like, this kind of dude can't go unappreciated. Now, let's get to that one video I wanted to show you right here. Like him or hate him, Benny Johnson is the only rep reporter I know who's not connected to a mainstream establishment source who is on the grounds, not just on the grounds, up close and personal with these hazards. So, I wanted to show you guys his video and then we'll get back into the articles. Hey guys, we spent the entire day in East Palestine, Ohio. I think the government is lying to you. You've obviously seen these videos of the water in East Palestine, but what those videos don't confer is the air quality as well in East Palestine. Uh, the air quality is noxious when you get there. Uh, there's like, you can, like, it, it essentially burns your skin when you're breathing the air. I'm sort of walking around here at the airport just to sort of get some air circulation. Um, it like burn, it like burns your skin. Breathing the air, it like hurts your mouth, and it, it you know it, it, it like sets sort of like like fire. It's like very light uh, pepper spray essentially, and maybe some of the people get uh, you know acclimated to it who are living there. But when you come there straight from somewhere else which I did today, you really get hit with it. It's like a wave uh, and it's really bad. Um, and so, you know, obviously the water is uh, like atrocious, horrendously unsafe. Uh, and people are there having to sit there and drink it, 
shower with it. What are you else going to shower with when you're there? And everyone's back in their homes. And those are the people that we went and talked with today. Nobody's helping them. Uh, FEMA just shut down the request to help them. Uh, and so, like, no one's helping these people. And so we're going to cover that. Um, and Joe Biden hasn't visited. Pete Buttigieg hasn't visited. Just today, Have two weeks after the accident, mentioned they had finally the EPA administrator, whoever the hell that is, come and visit along with Sherrod Brown and J.D. Vance, who are the senators from the state, and neither of them uh, would drink the water. So it was... To give some credit, J.D. Vance has been actively calling out everything with the water and the pollution since the very beginning, to the point where he's been going on the ground, fucking with the water, and then making sure his colleagues watch the footage. Uh, absolutely wild to see. Um, not a place that people should be living right now, in my personal opinion, uh, having been there for just a few hours. Uh, it's... Bad. This is why I really like Twitter right now because I can go right there and get the fucking counter opinion. Get the counter side, side of the argument that the mainstream media will try to push really hard to have out there. We're gonna watch this one real quick and this is JD Vance who went right down to the water, walked into it himself, and started fucking with it to get a video and he took it and showed his colleagues. Hey guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run and there's dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. So, something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can you, show, can you come here? And, and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're going to see this on camera, but watch this. Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. This is disgusting. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the, the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Do not forget these people. We've got to keep applying pressure. That's how we're going to fix this problem. Thank you. Mm. Hey guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run and there's dead. So let's get back into it. So now that you're armed with the knowledge that you're armed with, let's let's uh let's delve headfirst, headlong into the narrative. EPA Ohio unit and state official stated that Ohio holding barriers were placed in waterways to control pollution caused by chemical spills and pollution soil and water were tried to be cleaned by uh, irrigation method. But just boil the water, it should be okay, man. Chemical disaster discussions in Ohio. In the environmental disaster that occurred on February 3rd on the railway near east, eastern Palestine town of, Uni of the United States of Ohio. That's the funniest fucking thing. Oh, hold on. My mouse fell off the desk. I got it, though. Oops. Hold on. And you know what's really funny about this outlet? They don't say the United States of America. They keep fucking saying the United States of Ohio bro they've already predicted the full conquering of this country by ohio it is inevitable boys you cannot escape it ohio will conquer the united states and then eventually the entire world and then mars ohio needs to be stopped maybe in the long run this might be to stop ohio's dominance maybe halt it so the rest of us have a fighting chance to protect ourselves from Ohio. Maybe this was a, a move, a strategic move from the federal government to cripple Ohio. So they had time to plan a strategic strategy to fight Ohio's infectious spread to all the other states. Who knows? I'm just thinking.
But <clears throat> Eastern Palestine, town of the United States of Ohio, long may she live. Explosions occurred after 50 wagons of the 150 wagon train carrying chemicals were derailed. After the explosion, it was decided to evacuate the residents of the region due to the spread of the amount of toxic chemicals in the environment. After the incident, there were reports from the media that the residents of the region had complained, had complaints such as headaches, burning eyes, coughs, fatigue, as well as deaths in animals. The New York Post newspaper also wrote that the amount of toxic chemicals carried by the train was well above what was announced. It absolutely fucking was. Did not know that article was out there. Now I know I have to go read that later. The police arrested the arrest of a reporter who followed the press statement of Governor Mike DeWine on the event further inflamed the, quote, chemical disaster discussion. Why is it in quotes? It is a chemical disaster. It doesn't need to be quoted. It's absolutely a chemical fucking disaster. What are you talking about? In a statement made by the White House yesterday, it stated that the federal agency, the EPA, was working with state officials in the region, the U.S. President Joe Biden administration was closely following the accident, and was in contact with local authorities to meet the needs. Hmm. Now, this is one of those articles that's just going to load forever because it's, you know, an infinitely uploading, uh... Oh, is it not? Oh! Never mind. My bad. The people of Eastern Palestine Town, with a population of approximately 4,700, where the accident took place, expressed their distrust of authorities in a statement at, ge- at a general meeting yesterday and called for transparency to the authorities by expressing their concerns about many issues such as the smoke cloud that continues to affect the region, the odor that has become permanent and the safety of drinking water. The residents of the town stated that they were not satisfied with the official statements and criticized authorities, especially the Ministry of Transportation and the train company Norfolk Southern with harsh language. Harsh language. But that brings us to the end of this episode. Now let's move on to the next. Ohio Congress demand answer over lack of FEMA assistance. We're going to hop over here to the Washington Examiner for our next article. Ohio train derailment lawmakers ask FEMA why the state can't get exist- get assistance. Now we're going to watch this video right here real quick. Hundreds of angry residents of East Palestine, Ohio, and its surrounding areas attended a town hall meeting demanding answers about the train. Oops, what happened? derailment earlier this month we all just want answers i think that's what everybody here wants is just answers um i honestly feel that the oh hold on hundreds of palestine the the police um i honestly feel that the palestine the the police department the fire department all the first responders they don't have the answers to give us because i don't think they know they're not getting the straight answers either norfolk southern the company that owns the train and the derailment was due to join officials at the meeting to address the concerns of local residents but decided to pull out of the meeting at the last moment citing perceived threats to their safety we're trying to get information out to our citizens everybody's concerned i'm concerned but Norfolk Southern has come under harsh criticism from government officials who laid responsibility for the disaster at its feet. 
Governor Mike DeWine demanded the company be held accountable and do more to help clean up the mess. This train apparently was not considered a high hazardous material train. Therefore, the railroad was Why? not required to notify anyone here in Ohio about what was in the rail cars coming through our state. Frankly, uh, if this is true, and I'm told it's true, uh, this is absurd. Train cars were carrying at least five hazardous materials at the time of the accident, wanting to prevent a catastrophic tanker failure and an explosion that could have sent deadly shrapnel up to a mile away. Officials opted to conduct a controlled burn, releasing fumes into the air. These fumes included chemicals such as vinyl chloride, which has been linked to liver damage and a rare form of liver cancer in cases of acute exposure. Many residents are concerned about the long-term health effects and whether local wildlife and water are indeed safe to consume. This is so much bigger than just it in the water. Our environment, our wildlife animals, our, our farmers that have to till their soil up. Ohio Attorney General David Yost told Norfolk Southern his office is considering legal action against the rail operator. Now let's get into this article. Ohio train derailment lawmakers asking about why state can get assistance by Misty Severi. Uh, Breaking news report from February 17th, 2023. It is now when I left, it was still this date, but now it's February 18th, 2023. So, but it was recently updated a little bit ago. Well, not. That was apparently 11 a.m. I read this p.m. But let's move on. All 17 members of Ohio congressional de delegation wrote a joint letter to the federal agency management agency on tuesday or thursday requesting uh the reason their state was denied federal assistance following a train derailment earlier this month the delegation led by rep bill johnson a republican from ohio asked for an explanation after governor mike dewine claimed the state had reached out to fema but was told it did not qualify for federal assistance quote this is our understanding that Governor DeWine's administration has been in communications with our agency about the need for federal support or, or to assist with the cleanup of the Norfolk Southern train derailment and subsequent chemical fire that occurred in East Palestine, Ohio on February 3rd. The letter said, let's uh, go read it real quick, guys. It's loading. Okay, Congress, uh, Congress of the United States, Washington, D.C., uh, 205.15. Okay, so that'd be the date. It's not sectioned off like I thought it would be. Mr. Deneen Crystal, so this is the 5th of February, by the way. Administrator, Federal Emergency Management Agency, 500 C Street, SW, Washington, D.C., 20024. February 16th, oh, okay, and when the hell is that, 2-5, must be the area code then, uh, February 16th, 2023, Dear Administration, uh, Administrator Chriswell, it is our understanding that the governor, that Governor DeWine's administration has been in communication with your agency about the need for the federal support, uh, uh federal support, to assist with the cleanup of the Norfolk Southern train derailment and subsequent chemical fire that occurred in East Palestine, Ohio on February 3rd. Despite the severity of the wreckage, the chemical release, and the, disrupt and the disruption of the lives of local residents, we have been informed that, the Ohio, that Ohio apparently does not meet the eligibility threshold for FEMA 
uh, for FEMA assistance at this time. We respectfully request that you provide detailed a detailed response as to why the residents of this community do not qualify for assistance from your agency. We look uh, we look forward to your prompt response and your commitment uh, and your commitment to use any available federal resources to help with the suffering residents of the small town and rural community. Uh, Bill Johnson, member of Congress, J.D. Vance, member of Congress, Sharon Brown, member of Congress, and Troy Balderson, member of Congress. Uh, Joyce Bentley, member of Congress, uh, Scott Nell Brown, or uh, Chantel Brown, member of Congress, Mike Carey, member of Congress, Warren, these are all members of Congress, Warren Davis, Jim Jordan, David P. Joyce, uh, Merce Kaptor, Greg Landsman, Robert E. Latta, Max Miller, Amelia Strong Sykes, uh, Mike, uh, Michelle R. Turner, and Brad R. Wentstrom. Today, I, uh, I, and this is from Rep. Bill Johnson. That's probably worth a follow. There we go. Today, I led the entire Ohio congressional delegation in sending a letter to FEMA, urging them to provide assistance to help provide uh, to help provide assistance to help the people of East Palestine after the train derailment. That being said, let's hop back over here. Now we've read that. Quote this. Oh, we already read that. Um. Letter continued. We respectfully request that you provide a detailed response. The derailment triggered evacuations from the town and surrounding communities where uh, where the 140-car train went off the tracks after catching fire. 20 of the cars carried toxic chemicals such as vinyl chloride, which is what makes PVC piping. DeWine said that he has to- that he was told that part of the reason why the train uh, why they were denied assistance was because the railroad company, Northfolk Southern, had agreed to pay part of the expenses and because there was a lack of physical damage to residential buildings. According to Newsweek, DeWine added that he has reached out to the White House and other federal agencies for assistance instead. Quote, FEMA's in constant contact with the Emergency Operations Center in East Palestine and with Ohio Emergency Management Agency. A FEMA spokesperson told Fox News, quote, We are closely coordinating with the Environmental Protection Agency, Department of Health and Human Services, and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, who are helping test the water and air quality and to conduct public health assessments. Now, here's a really funny fucked up part about it. They'll say, what do you mean they're not talking to federal government? What do you mean people aren't getting communications? What do you mean people aren't... What? Look, they're clearly communications with the federal government. Yeah, and the federal government says, go fuck yourself. Just because you're in communication with the federal government doesn't mean you're getting any fucking assistance. It means go fuck yourself. We hear you're crying, and we're jerking off to it because the sounds of you screaming and suffering is what us in the Biden administration and the establishment politics absolutely whack our tally whackers to. They turn, into, they turn Yankee Doodle Dandy into Yankee Doodle Wanka Danny. Now, let's move on to the next article, shall we? And here's something that really drives me up a fucking tree, right? You have a current sitting president who refuses to lift a fucking finger to help a single one of his goddamn countrymen. 
but you know who is willing to go to Ohio and at least try to help in some way? And you know what? Bare minimum, even you say, well, he, 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 let's say you're like, oh, well, he's not going to give any money or resources to help. A, that's not true. He gave a lot of money to help during 9-11's cleanup. B, he goes and the cameras fucking follow. Donald Trump, breaking news yesterday, uh, late yesterday, announced that he is in fact going to Ohio. Check this out. Over here at the post-millennial. Breaking. Trump to visit East Palestine next week. The former... I wish it was a lot sooner. He should do it tomorrow. But who knows. The former president plans to travel to to the old town on Wednesday and will meet with members of the community. Maybe he's going to take a week. Get his stuff together and then go visit. Who knows. Former president and 2024 presidential candidate Donald Trump is reportedly set to travel to East Palestine next week. The town in which the train carrying hazardous materials derailed earlier this month and its chemicals burned off to avoid the explosion. A source familiar with Trump's plan told Fox News that the former president plans to travel. And by the way, be sketchy of that. It says a source familiar, not credible, not trustworthy, but it's worth noting travel to the Ohio town on Wednesday and will meet with members of the community. Breaking news from Jack Wasobic. Well, okay, if it's Jack Wasobic, Jack Wasobic's like, you know, speed dial on Trump's phone, so perhaps. Breaking. President Trump to visit East Palestine next week. The visit comes after the derailment of the Norfolk Southern train earlier this month, which was carrying hazardous materials like vinyl chloride, again, used to make PVC plastics. As a result of the derailment, the chemical began to leak from the tanker cars, and it was decided that a controlled burn of the chemicals was the best course of action to prevent an explosion. It was later revealed that the gov- that Governor of Ohio Mike DeWine and Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro signed off. Oh, fuck. That is new information. See, I remember DeWine coming out just a couple days ago. See, this is brand new information to me specifically. Let me reread that just in case you missed it. It In a signed letter that was revealed that Governor of Ohio Mike DeWine and Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro signed off on the controlled burn. DeWine went out in front of all these cameras and said, Oh, this was news to me. Ooh. I take back. All the nice things I said about Mike DeWine in this podcast since he passed House Bill 99. He knowingly signed off on the escalation. Fucked. On the control release, which saw a dark plume of smoke billow over the town and neighboring communities, despite officials stating that residents were safe to return, people expressed concerns over dead animals and fish appearing in the area, as well as the chemical smell in the air on Friday. DeWine confirmed that a portion of the sulfur run was, quote, severely contaminated. Mild. That's such a charitable statement. Should should be tax deductible. As videos appeared of a rainbow sheen in the water, it's called oil, baby, including a video posted on Twitter by Ohio Senator JD Vance. This is a breaking news story. We'll be updating. You know what's really crazy about this? You know the situation's bad when there's very clearly oil everywhere, and the U.S. government will not fucking go there. Now, before we wrap up, there's one video here. Let's watch this real quick, and then we'll end the episode here. J.D. Vance is a senator from the state of Ohio. He's also from Ohio, and he had some questions, so he went to East Palestine, which seemed like a pretty simple step. A lot of people can't manage it, but he did. And after visiting, he challenged the EPA administrator, administrator rather, Michael Regan, to drink a glass of tap water in the town of East Palestine. 
Weirdly, Michael Regan has not accepted that challenge. <laughs> we are grateful to have Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio with us tonight. Senator, thanks so much for coming up, for coming on. I, mean, I know there's a lot of the people who are reassuring us about how fine these Palestinians don't really want to go there. In fact, they've avoided going there. Do you think uh, Regan will drink the tap water? <laughs> uh, I don't suspect that he will, Tucker, and a lot of residents, unfortunately, are not uh, comfortable drinking the tap water either. And, it, and it's easy not to see why, Tucker. The thing that I came away from after visiting today is, is that, one, residents are very, very uh, scared, obviously, but they are also not getting answers from their authorities about exactly what's going on, what's being done to clean up the disaster. And, and on that point in particular, Tucker, uh, the, 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 the railroad has completely failed to clean up the toxic soil that's leaking into the riverways, into the... Alrighty, we're back. Let's make sure we're back and recording. Okay, we're back and recording. Cool. To the waterways and into the groundwater. So uh, there's this question about testing, testing the water enough. The question that I have is why haven't they cleaned up the contaminated soil that's going to eventually contaminate the groundwater no matter what? So you've been criticized for suggesting that maybe people who are still in East Palestine drink bottled water, and that's scaremongering because apparently we should just follow the science and do what we're told. Why would someone criticize you for counseling caution. You know, I, I have no idea, Tucker. I, I think that there is a complete refusal to deal with the fact that a lot of residents are freaked out on the ground. Uh, obviously, people want to get back to their lives. They also want to know that they're safe. And the thing that's very clear, if you talk to the EPA, if you talk to the CDC, they cannot tell us what a clean threshold is for the water. So on the one hand, you have to measure the water to know how much of this contaminant is in it. On the other hand, you have to know at what level the contaminant is low enough that it's clean water, that it's safe for humans to drink. We've been completely unable to get a good answer from any federal authorities to that question. And if I can't get that answer, and I'm a United States Senator, uh, that suggests that the people of East Palestine who want to be cautious have every right to do it. But the, the simple fact is, Tucker, that unless we go in and study the effect of vinyl chloride on human beings, we're never going to be able to say with confidence what is going to happen to the residents of East Palestine. They want to rebuild their community, they want to get back to normal life, but they can't do it unless the government does its job. That's right. By the way, if you say you're an environmentalist and care about the environment, you should care about the air and the soil and the water. You know, climate is not the environment, um, I would say. Jenny Vance, the senator from Ohio who took the time to visit one of his own communities. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of, so, like I said, there's a lot of old information here and there's a lot of new information here. And this is an unfolding story that is just getting more and more fucked as time goes on. I'm going to throw in two clips at the end of this video for you to enjoy. Uh, one of them is this poor, woke, chick getting red pilled in real time by the government and the second one is this <laughs> he's an indian uh, lawmaker and he signed a deal to let a, a factory pollute his waterways he got paid off to do it and then he drank some water from the waterways and died from poisoning so i'm gonna throw that clip in too just for good topical humor uh so that being said until next time keep an eye on the situation make sure you do your research and if you're in these areas Keep an eye out. Bye, bottle water. And I will talk to you guys later. Please leave any uh, feedback or advice in the comments below. Anything you think I miss or stories you want me to have in my radar that you think I should talk about, please leave a comment in the description or in the comment section below. All articles and information and resources used for this episode will be in the description below. And until next time, I shall catch you guys later. Peace. Up right down the road from East Palestine. Um, my old childhood best friend lives in the fucking town. Um, my current best friend literally lives right next to the town. It is so much worse 
than what the media is telling any of us. I'm getting reports from people that are down there right now that they're literally seeing schools of fish floating down streams, rivers, fucking dead. I got a video from my friend, okay, and she's like walking, dude, it's all fucking dead. All fucking dead. And on the top of the water is a really pretty chemical rainbow sheen. The chemicals are in the fucking water and they're lying to the rest of the country saying they're not. The water's been contaminated. The soil's been contaminated. The fucking air is contaminated. You literally are about to see some of the worst fucking health side effects coming out of people in that town. It's not even funny. And y'all want to know something even more fucked up? The restaurant that I work at in a whole different state had to donate food to them because we had people from the churches calling to tell us that Red Cross never fucking came, FEMA never fucking came, the environmental conservationists still have yet to fucking come, and nobody's fucking helping them. Meaning all of the fucking firefighters that were working get no food, have nothing to help them, nothing. Okay, all the people that were displaced have no food water, a place to stay. None of that shit. It is so much worse than what they're telling you. And TikTok probably won't even let me post this video. But if this video gets posted, please save it and repost it everywhere you fucking can. Because I'm telling y'all, they are covering this shit up. They are covering this shit up because they don't want to get out how bad it actually was. This was not good. This was the worst fucking thing that's happened probably in the past eight years. That is...
America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360, brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. Early start, brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front, brought to you by Pfizer. Week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press data download brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.